They're coming here. Well, and, and Kamala Harris is in Washington. She's only been to the border once, not even for an hour. I think it was, what, 20, 40 minutes? And then she flew to California. The president's never been down there uh, as president, as vice president, and as a senator. And so they're sitting in Washington, and they're complaining about this, and they're blaming it. You said we never saw these images with the Trump administration, yes. but they're still blaming what we're seeing now on Trump. Listen. They're playing games. These are political stunts with real human beings who are fleeing harm. I mean, do you know what's happening in Venezuela right now? Human beings, real people who have fled harm, who came to the United States of America seeking refuge, asylum. I think it is the height of irresponsibility, much less frankly, a dereliction of duty when you are an elected leader to play those kinds of games with human life. The hypocrisy. She says, you want to know what's going on? Do you know what's going on in Venezuela? I'm like, yeah, the same thing is going to be going on here if you're in power much longer. We're we're, we're on that Venezuelan slide, as I like to call it. We're definitely uh, making our way there. Sure feels that way sometimes. It sure does. And the the people are fleeing Venezuela to come here, and they're going to go, wait, 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 wait. You guys are like us, uh, you know, three years ago. (laughs) Well, hopefully it's not that bad, but... Yeah, it uh, makes you wonder, doesn't it? Welcome to Monday. It is Monday. Mm-hmm. I refuse to start the show this way, though. Okay, uh, we ahead. had a great weekend. Yeah, Hopefully, we you had a great weekend. Yeah. It was, uh, it, the weather was absolutely perfect. Oh, it, was, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I uh, loved it. I got a lot of use out of my screened in porch this weekend. No doubt about that. It was just absolutely lovely. Lots mm-hmm. to do this weekend. I didn't take advantage of any of it. I stayed home. Did you bring a blanket out for Buddy? Um, well, okay, so here's the thing. We took Winston for a spa day, mm-hmm. and they cut off like all of his hair. <laughs> and so he was like, every time he would walk outside, he was like, you took all my hair. Because usually he looks like an Ewok. Right, right. And yeah. He's so an Ewok with a crew cut. He was pretty naked. He was pretty <laughs> naked. So well, anyway, he had to wear his, his little flannel outfit this weekend just okay. because it was a little chilly. And we had to turn the fans <laughs> off outside. It was, oh, wow. It was windy and it was wow, just wonderful. That's... It was a beautiful weekend. How about that? Hey, how about our thought of the day? Let's do it. All right. Here it is for your Monday. Life always gives second chances and it's called Tomorrow. Hmm. That's a good one. I like that one. His mercies are new every morning, including tomorrow. That's right. Like one of my favorite verses. 434-248-0704 is our text number. Play along with our Mind Jam trivia, would you? (sighs) Yeah. I feel a little bit like a lumberjack this morning. Do you? Oh, yeah. I've been spinning the logs. You are are wearing like a plaid shirt. I am. Okay. I am. Yeah. I feel like I've been on a, a spinning log in the water this morning right it's been a fun morning already today is national lumberjack day which has been around for a while the day grew only in popularity though when they added food to it yeah they had to attach a food to it and then it became very popular yeah so we're asking you this morning what's that food Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you uh 
give us a text, 434-248-0704, and let us know what you think. Okay. On this day in history, in 1949, the groundbreaking ceremony is held for the Hollywood sign in Hollywood, Los Angeles. And it it said Hollywood Land. Yeah, it's not going to work. And uh, the old Hollywood Land sign was torn down. Reconstruction of the replacement begins with just Hollywood. Yeah, infamous... uh, Sign there for a while, but now it's, it everybody knows the Hollywood sign. Yeah, uh, Hollywood Land. It just it was too long. It was too long. Yeah, and then you had Disneyland coming to life here. Took up too much of the mountain. Yeah, that's right. They wanted yeah. it back. Shorten that so bad they could boy. Put down. another house up that would eventually slide off the mountain. Lots and lots of TV shows deb- uh, debuted oh gosh, on yes. this day in history. Uh, this one we grew up watching debuted on this day in 1964. Wait. And the rest? Wait a minute. I know. Poor Marianne and Professor. Well, they made it in the remake. People protested. Yeah, that was only that only played the first season. Yeah, I the can second that. season they changed it up. Uh, in 1969, another TV classic is launched by Sherwood Schwartz, and it premieres on ABC. Here's the Brady Bunch. That's the shortened version. You always just wanted to like <laughs> oh sit, turn around sit and look in the at square and look yeah. up. Yeah, well, that was cutting uh, edge. Uh, here we are. That was cutting edge. And then in 1982, I, I don't know a young man around that didn't watch Knight Rider, starring yeah. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Knight Rider. That's about all I got for you today. Oh, you didn't have that. Mm, one. Yeah, well, I thought you were going to have Kip talking. No, I don't have Kip. Okay, I'll give you a little bit. Ready? Yeah. Knight Rider. A shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Yeah. See, your car just beeps at you. <laughs> you Mine any, beeps when I don't put my, you know. You don't my, get any cool talking. My seatbelt on it talks to me like Kip, and I want to strangle it with the seatbelt, but anyway. In 1986, <laughs> Patrick Duffy returns to Dallas yeah. after everyone thought he was gone for good because, well, he'd been killed off. It was fights like this that led to the potential dreamy death. You bastard, you did that to Christopher and I'm getting all young, Bobby. I'd never do anything to hurt your son. Total mayhem. Sounded like my house they this always, weekend. They always ended up in the water. I know. On, on it was a soft landing for older Dallas, actors. Dallas and Dynasty. <laughs> right. Remember you had Crystal oh, and Alexa right. in yeah. the pond yeah, or right. the little the little pool there. They should have thrown some mud in there. It would have been a mud fight. That would. Oh, the dresses anyway. were far too nice for well, that. Well, they were. Absolutely. Um, and then we have birthdays today. Mm-hmm. Quite a few birthdays. If it's yours birthday, we wish you a happy birthday from all of us you share it with actress linda hamilton 66 i did a work study one summer at a lighthouse off the coast of portugal it was breathtaking they're symbols of guidance of strength of truth that's what i am interested in the truth this is from resident alien she plays Well, she plays some pretty mean people. She's good at it. certainly won on this particular TV show. Okay. Resident Alien on the Sci-Fi Channel. Tennis star Serena Williams is having a birthday today. She is turning 41 years old. Again, Serena Williams. 
Ah, yes. Those Williams girls, they get it done. We could have had one of the many endorsements that she has on TV all the time. Seriously. She's all over the place. Got a great agent, apparently. Evidently. Uh, Actress Melissa Sue Anderson, one of the Melissas off of Little House on the Prairie, she turns 60 years old. Four Eyes, remember that episode? Four Eyes. Yeah, yeah. The glasses. (laughs) I want my son to watch that because he... He had to get glasses last year for school uh, just to see the blackboard. He couldn't see the the chalkboard across the room. Uh, And um, it didn't bother him. He was perfectly fine with his glasses. So I didn't push him seeing it. Uh, But since then, Little House has come up a little bit. And I said, you know, you really should watch that. Yep. She played Mary. She did. And then uh, Jody Davis, he's with the Newsboys. He turns 55 years old today. course that's from the movie yeah love the newsboys mm-hmm. uh actor jim caviezel is having a birthday today he is 54 and probably best known for the passion of the christ and this tv series person to person i can't protect someone we can't keep up with well, what do you have in mind a different tactic some bone crunching coming oh that's not what jesus would do tell him a busy man if he objects have security show him That's what. That's secu- some rough security. <laughs> no, that was him taking care of security on the way in. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah, he was good. I like it. And then finally, singer Sean Stockman of Boys to Men is turning fifty years old. Wait a minute. End of the road. They just had a sound. Hmm. And they thought ahead, too. They didn't yeah. do just like keep that boy in the name because they did boys to men. Right, right. You know, yeah. So. yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Good stuff. And it's uh, timeless. A lot of that music's timeless. We've got a lot of guesses with our we do now. Mind Jam trivia now. Today is Lumberjack Day, which mm-hmm. has been around for a while. The day only grew in popularity, popularity after attaching itself to a National Food Day. What is that food? We've had everything from beef stew to flapjacks, guest. Flapjacks. Flapjacks. We're going to tell you what the answer is when we come back on National Lumberjack Day. Dedication to the Hollywood sign. Cool in the gang. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Lock it on the frog. The Big Frog (laughs) 1099 with Flap Jackson. (laughs) Flap Jackson. Flap Jackson. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Big Frog? I, I, well. The Big Frog 109.9? I've heard of Froggy uh, because in, on Scranton, you know, that's the, the radio station in Scranton. That's like one of my favorite bits that Glenn Beck ever did. Um, Froggy 109. Froggy 109. Just be on the FM dial. Froggy 109.9. <laughs>
<laughs> with Flap Jackson. There's your hint. That's right. Flap Jackson. Today is National Lumberjack Day. The word lumberjack first mentioned in 1831. By 1906, there are over a half a million lumberjacks in the U.S. alone. Got to clear that timber. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the Lumberjack Day, also called National Pancake Day. Yes. That's how they increase their popularity. Favorite pancake? My favorite pancake is probably, I, I like a buckwheat pancake. with real Any pancake I have has to have real maple syrup. Right. Or I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So. So buckwheat, huh? Yeah, I like I like buckwheat pancakes or or a, a, I like a hearty pancake. Mm-hmm. So if it has like the the nuts and stuff in it, I like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not not just a you know, or just plain is okay. But I can do seasonal. Like right now, I could use a pumpkin spice pump pancake. Okay. I could actually. Eat I don't one. want the rooty tooty fruity fresh and fruity. <laughs> num, you know, I don't need like a clown hat and. <laughs> Well, I just strawberry yeah, I. eyes and and oh yeah, you're yeah. talking about the the decorative <laughs> pancake. That's what they're it's that's what yes. it's called the Rudy yeah. Tootie Fresh and oh, Fruity we'll see. Or, I, or something. I I had a girlfriend; she would get it every time. I'm like, what are you three? What are you? You are a grown woman ordering that. But anyway, um, we also had some other guesses like chili and cornbread, and all those are good lumberjacky yeah kind of guesses. Lumberjacky, yeah. I like it. Well, got some headlines that we need to we uh, we get to, now. some yep. that we want to get to, some that we really don't. Yeah, well. um, New Orleans has now bumped St. Louis to the top of the list as they take over the title of Murder Capital of America. Good for them. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's so bad. They are now hiring just regular citizens to answer the phones right. so they can get desk police mm-hmm. on the street mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean it is it is not good there of course we're hearing these stories all over the country business ceos are saying that crime rates in san francisco is so bad it's killing their businesses there right we've got real estate moguls saying we can even with a clear conscience tell people yeah you need to move here hmm okay uh disturb speaking of crime capitals uh, disturbing details are emerging about the Chicago woman. Okay. Did you hear that story? How she let go of her, her the three-year-old and let him fall in the harbor. We talked about it on Friday a little bit. Um, I mean, they've got footage of it. Oh, really? Now, now we've got more details. Apparently, oh she gosh. was the aunt. Oh, it was the aunt, and had picked him up, and, okay. and nobody. The mother didn't know she picked oh, him up. She's no. done stuff like this before. Oh no! So that that stuff's coming oh, out. That's sad. It's pretty sad. Um, a SWAT team of twenty five descended on a home of a pro life activist in rural Pennsylvania. This is an interesting story, folks. You talk. I mean, we talk about all these crime things, and you're going to send a SWAT team to rural Pennsylvania because you think he pushed. Someone down in front of a Planned Parenthood. Okay. Mm. All righty. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, Putin has fleed all the protest and eruptions of violence all over Russia. <laughs> oh, he's going to his, his safe house, his safe place. You know what? Wow. More details are coming out about this place that nobody really seemed to know about. Okay. This uh, secret palace that's basically a city built 
in the in the woods. Oh my! It's not like some rustic rural. So that's what he's been doing all of his gas money. Oh, you just you just wait till my you gosh. hear what he's doing while he's putting his family, his family, his at his risk, country, his country at risk. Yeah, you know through hell. Well, I mean. And well, I'm telling you, if, if our country keeps up the way it is, behold your future. Right, because right, right. he's completely secured. He has got, you know, fencing and mm-hmm, protection mm-hmm. and all this stuff. He's living the life and he's sending your, your family to, to war. Yep. And a war they don't even want to be a part of. Yep. Uh, on a more positive note, Get Downtown's going to return. Yeah, Lynchburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Pate. It's going to be on Saturday, though, not on Friday as it has been okay. in the past. So All that's right. going to be a little bit different. All right. Um, we'll also take a look at um, some of the latest media hoaxes. There's quite a few. Oh, boy. Um, a lot of them having to do with race. Really? Yeah, well, a lot of them. Well, I mean, you think about it. You had the um, the latest one, of course, the Duke you know, bass, uh, volleyball player. Yeah, that, that the claim that there was people shouting out right, yeah, racial slurs, and that everybody's you know like sifted through all the videotape, cannot hear well, anything. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist exactly. And the amount of time that was dedicated, oh, yeah. to that story yep. on ABC and CNN and um, was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we have the, the yeah. Nicholas Sandman. Um, that was the the, the child from. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Who stood in front of the he's, the Indian guy beating the drum? He's still got repercussions of, of that. that. Sure, sure. Still no, lingering. Yeah, absolutely right. And let's not forget Jesse Smollett and Bubba sure. Wallace and Whip Gate oh, yeah. and oh, all kinds of there's stuff just so going many. on out there. Yeah, I, so, I get so it. So many. I don't know. Pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, of course, the ten miler that took place over the weekend. We'll take yeah. a look at some of that. We had Bedford Centerfest over the weekend. Wonder if anybody went and took that one in. I don't know. Interesting. This year, we normally hear the, um, you know, them setting up and this, that, and the other, and the announcements early in the morning. And my wife and I had breakfast outside fairly early on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear any of it. Really? So maybe we went back in before it all started. It all got started up. But in the past, we'd hear the music and the sound checks and everything else because we're close hmm. to EC Glass. Okay. But uh, not this year. Not this year. Uh, well, we have uh, Governor Yunkin has, uh, is making efforts to remove the Commonwealth from participation in the multi-state regional greenhouse gas initiative, we uh, we've been talking about that. Um, oh, this is where we were tied to California. Mm-hmm. Yes, on that and twelve other or eleven other states. Yeah, right. And he's mm-hmm. he's trying to to you know make that departure. Okay. Uh, but the Virginia State NAACP disproves of these efforts. Of course so, they do. I don't know why they would be speaking up about greenhouse initiatives. Is that part of their mission? Did I miss something? No, I thought there actually was race. Had to do with I, race I, and inequality. What, not, the thing we just got done talking about. But, you know, now, I mean, I guess equity spreads all over every I'm sure aspect. it has something to do with, with some money that was going to get channeled somewhere. And it didn't. Uh, and yeah, well, that's or, what or it won't if we don't right. go through with it. Right, right. So we'll we'll catch you updated, uh, get you updated okay. on that, because I think that's really interesting. I saw that oh, and was like, wait, what? 
And this is when you really start finding out those little nuances oh, the of little these detail. deals. The devil's there. Mm-hmm. And whoever came devil's up with that. Devil's in the details. Whoever came up with that was a stinking genius. Yeah. I don't so. think it was the devil either. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, we've got your forecast coming up in just a little bit. We had a glorious fall forecast this yeah. weekend. WDBJ7 will keep us updated on that coming up in a little bit. Also, uh, we've got your news and headlines from WDBJ7 yep. is uh, on the way here in a Kimberly little bit. Kimberly McBroom will have some for us. And that'll be a good thing. Yeah, so. and a weather forecast if, you know, we've been talking about, so keep our numbers handy our toll-free number is 866-916-3776 and our text number is 434-248-0704 we would love to hear from you on this monday and have you be a part of the conversation i have a request for the lord or as medea would say i have a request from the lord 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 let fall stay at least two months this year. I know, Lord, please, Lord. Yes, let's, let's let us not, have... Not 15 days of fall. Two months at least, Lord. Oh, yeah. Well, around here we get fall and then it's like second summer. <laughs> and then, Lord, you turn it into winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just want it fall for yes, a while. Yes, fall for a while. 631. CBS News Brief is next. And currently, we have a lovely, lovely 55 degrees in Danville, 57 in Lynchburg, 55 in Bedford, 55 in Appomattox, and 55 in Roanoke and Salem. Makes me happy. (laughs) I got to wear a hoodie this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, you came in with uh, a little scarf around you. You you look like you just had exploded outside of a uh, J. Crew magazine oh, yeah, or something yeah. when you came in the door came today. rolling all up in here. <laughs> but my oh, coffee's black. I have no pumpkin spice anywhere. Oh, well, okay. I do back at the house. Hundreds <laughs> of uh, VMI cadets, cadets could be found swarming the D-Day Memorial in Bedford on Saturday. Senior Ethan Miles helped lead the time-honored tradition. VMI has brought their freshmen uh, or the rat class, or rat mass as they call it, uh, to honor the fallen soldiers of World War II. Uh, this was something that was obviously interrupted because of COVID. Mm. And it's something that uh, they've reignited. Pretty exciting that they were able to do this and just get a, um, a have a connection with those from, from the past and, and what Bedford as a city and county lost more men per capita on D-Day than anywhere else in the country. Some could even say that the Private Ryan scenario was based off of that story of the Bedford boys. So good for VMI for picking that tradition back up. The Virginia State Conference NAACP has expressed their disapproval of Governor Youngkin's efforts to remove the Commonwealth from participation in the multi-state regional greenhouse gas initiative, that which uh, Virginia would follow the initiative set forth by the state of California. The Commonwealth joined the RGGI with the said purpose to lower carbon dioxide emissions and mandate proceeds generated to be used to develop resilient communities across the state. Hmm. According to the NAACP, 50% of that revenue was to be directed to low-income energy efficiency programs and 40% to the Virginia Community 
Flood Preparedness Fund. Since its implementation, RGGI has generated over $228 million and funds have been dispersed among 30 communities for a variety of critical infrastructure and the program capacity building needs, that according to the NAACP. The Virginia NAACP is urging Yunkin to do the following. Cease all efforts to remove Virginia from the RGGI. Continue to collaborate with communities to improve resiliency and promote energy efficiency improvements, particularly in the most vulnerable and marginalized communities. Okay. Awesome. Well, I have a story that we'll, I'll, I'll talk about or just a thought that I had over the weekend, and it kind of ties into this next story. There's nothing better than spending a day of hunting for a bargain, picking up a local craft item, or rummaging through hidden treasures. That's what happens when you go to the to the Shen Valley Flea Market, one of the largest flea markets in Virginia, located in the town of White Post. It's just a short drive from Winchester and Stevens City. Uh, it's something that I certainly want to check out. The market draws thousands of visitors every year to discover everything from antiques to collectible items. Uh, it's just it's more than your average flea market, according to the folks, because it's got a huge indoor and outdoor with 300 different vendors. It sounds like a, de- a good day's worth of uh, walking. There's a hot dog stand, ice cream, plenty of ATMs uh, on site because they pretty much deal in cash. But anyway, you, know, you want to check that out. It begins at 7 a.m. And until they're done, well, it says 4 p.m., but I'm sure the deals go beyond four if the money is available. Well, there you go. Um, So we have rain headed our way this week. It looks like uh, Ian is likely to spread rain into our region Mm -hmm. uh, by the weekend. Uh, Hurricane Ian likely to become a hurricane today and a major hurricane by tomorrow. It's expected to reach Category 3 or 4 at peak intensity in the Gulf of Mexico. And landfall will take place in Florida on the western southwestern side of the state where my peoples live a small turn in the path determines when ian hits closer to pensacola or tampa Mm -hmm. if you are uh, in texas or louisiana apparently you're going to be good Uh, heavy rain should spread into the carolinas on friday and saturday with flash flood watches and warnings and then some outer rain bands should come up from the south reaching virginia on friday and uh, mm. so a wet weekend is is probably going to be future, likely. Yeah. Um, one to three inches is what they're saying. Wow. Um, they're saying if you have events scheduled for Saturday and you're hoping for dry weather, you may want to, you know, mm. rethink that. Wow. They say, but uh, don't cancel those plans yet as the mm. rain will slow down by the time it reaches Virginia. Yeah. So talked to my brother yesterday. You know, they're they're going out today to just make sure they've got everything taken care of with their you know their generators and that kind of thing so uh my brother but both my brothers they live just uh you know about two to three miles my one brother lives a little further inland but they're two to three miles from the gulf of mexico well i will say i've got one particular site that i go to all the time Mm -hmm. weather underground Mm -hmm. very reliable right for me, the long-range forecast says um, almost an inch of rain on Saturday, mm-hmm. half inch on Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, a little less than that on Monday. So okay. that's what that's what they're saying. 
and they're all, they're pretty they're accurate. pretty accurate. Yeah, I would say if you have a chance, I don't encourage anybody over a certain age, and I won't. That's determined by you. Get up on a ladder and make sure your gutters are clean, if at all possible, or make sure all your drain, um, you know, grids are uncovered with leaves because now's that time. Maybe make sure you got some leaves out of the way, push them away from your drains so things can drain so you don't have to deal with any flooding. What what I was talking about before, Janet, is when we used to come up around, uh, well, what used to be the Moore's construction place, now it's uh, Slocum Adhesive, and you come up that hill and you turn left and you merge up to City Stadium. There used, well, there still is an old uh, garage. It has all the old signs like you'd see inside of a Cracker Barrel, like they're on the outside of the building. Sure. It looks really cool. There used to be two old gentlemen that used to sit there all the time, and they would wave at the traffic. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been out in a couple of years, and I don't know what happened. A couple more sheds have been put up since then, and Carrot said to me, um, yeah, look, I mean, they got so many more sheds. I said, well, they got stuff. She goes, I know. <laughs> and I, I told her, I said, you know, here's here's the funny thing. If if all you know what breaks loose, and there's there's several scenarios that could cause all things to break loose. You know, one of them could be a... A limited nuclear war, God forbid. Uh, Putin is, as you said, you're just, just full of, of well. I'm just cheerful I'm, news. Well, I'm, this trying, morning. I'm trying to be realistic. I mean, if you listen to Glenn Beck or Tucker Carlson, they're talking about real nuclear war scenarios. Um, I'm just saying a storm, whatever. If if the the bottom fell out, and that could happen anytime with a thirty trillion dollar debt, I don't know. I told her this is my point is. Those people that have stuff, that stuff is going to become more valuable in my mind if if we have some kind of a catastrophic event because people still will need to have things even during a crisis. And if things are crazy, those guys in those sheds may have gold mines. I'm just making a point. Uh-huh. I'm not saying you've become a pack rat because I am one. Uh, I'm not trying did, to grow she, my kingdom. Did she buy for the, Did she buy that when you told her that scenario? She was just listening very nicely. Uh huh. You know what she was thinking in her head? He wants Whatever to keep gets his crap through the night. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. All right. Saying, he wants to keep his crap, and I want him to get rid of it. Yeah. You just you just want to justify. Well, my father in law is going your through pack this rat behavior right now. My father in law is dealing with some very sorrowful times. It's exciting that he's moving to Virginia, but right. eighty two collecting for years and years and years. Now and my mother says that five gallon bucket of rusty nails over there, honey, really it needs to stay in Florida. <laughs> Don't bring it to Virginia. Mark probably has some, and I do. I have that same bucket of rusty nails. Um, you know, it's you have but to. But if make, you have to build something during Armageddon, you'll be able to do it with your rusty nails. You could sell those rusty nails; will be like a bucket of gold. I'm telling you right now. I'm just <laughs> wow. saying. I'm, well, that's one theory. I'm I'm not a prepper, although I have thought, I have thought, I need to get some of those water filter things that'll sift. You can pour the water out of the black creek. You're not a prepper, but you are a hoarder. <laughs> Nobody's going to write a song about that. Wouldn't you like to be a oh, prepper, stop. too? stop. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be a hoarder, it, too? It, it, it rhymes. I think we could write the lyrics. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh, my. I don't know. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Fellow preppers and hoarders, call 866 not sex, because you won't be having that during the Armageddon. But anyway, I digress. That may be all you're having during the Armageddon. 
434-248-0704 is our text number. If you want to help support me. All right. Uh, Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day, working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member and you can save even more money mm. on your bill. We'll tell you how to do that uh, very shortly. Well, it is fall. Temperatures are nice. I'm trying to give you some fall-inspired recipes. Okay. This one is a fall skillet. A fall skillet. I it's like really yummy. It's a, a fig and rosemary glazed uh, skillet chicken is what it is. Um, and there's something about the fig and the rosemary and, mm-hmm. and then you roast some potatoes to go with it. And it's just delicious. Um, it, it's not a difficult meal at all. And it is kind of a one pan. Preheat your oven to 425. Um, this is also a great temperature if you want to do some oven glazed carrots alongside so if you want to you know slice some of those toss them with some olive oil rosemary salt and pepper and stick those in the oven as you're prepping the skillet uh, that's a nice side to go with it Uh, you're going to start by uh, mixing together butter with uh, half of your garlic three cloves of garlic half of the rosemary half the salt half the pepper place the chicken and then you can use bone-in or boneless. This is particularly good, I think, for like thighs and drumsticks or leg quarters. They look really beautiful doing this this way. And you're going to place the chicken into the cast iron skillet, rub the butter on the outside of the chicken pieces, and then uh, in the oven to begin roasting, whisk together balsamic glaze, um, fig preserves, and the remainder of your garlic, rosemary, salt, and pepper. Then, you're going to um, put the put the chicken in with that glaze on it. Pull it out of the oven. Brush the majority of the sauce on the chicken. Place it back in the oven. Baste the chicken with the sauce in the pan every 10 minutes or so. And you want to get that chicken up to 165 for a, about uh, 25 minutes is what it's going to take. And then you pour the remainder of the sauce on the top and place the skillet aside to cool before you serve it. And again, if you put in your sliced carrots, even some sliced potatoes, that 425 roasts those beautifully. And it's a nice addition to go with this fig and rosemary glazed skillet chicken. You want the recipe? Just go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh Chesapeake oysters, $22 a pint. Cook crabs, $2 each from the Chesapeake. Bottom round roast is $3.98 a pound. Cube steak or beef stew is $4.98 for a family pack. And Jimmy D. Bacon, hickory, or applewood is $3.98 for a 12-ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Thank you.
by the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help HIV AIDS. Oh, my Lord. That's what he said after Elton John performed at the uh, White House the other day. While Rome is burning, he's having great concerts with Jimmy or uh, James, James Taylor. James Taylor, yeah. And Elton John. Elton John. And it's Elton John's fault that, that, we're, spending that we're spending money on billions AIDS. Billions on AIDS, yes, it's Elton John. Apparently, he started AIDS. I did not know. Maybe that's why he did that song, you know, uh, Friends with. Uh, who was it? Uh, Gladys Knight. and That's uh, what friends are for. Yeah, that's what friends are for, to spread AIDS. And that's what friends why, are why, for. Why, why would he say that? Because El Presidente doesn't know uh, what you know, century he's uh, in. So clueless. And yet he just gets a pass. Could oh. you imagine if Trump oh said Elton gosh. John was the reason oh we were spending God. money on oh AIDS? Oh, my gosh. I, I, can't. I can't even imagine what that would be like. So the only person who may be more clueless than Biden is uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Uh, he has reportedly retreated to his secret palace as a wave of protests have erupted all over Russia following his uh, partial mobilization order. Right, right, where he's not letting 18 to 35-year-olds leave the country. Right, and they're getting online to try to figure out how to break limbs yeah, yeah. so that they don't have to go. Right, exactly. Um, in the meantime, though, mm. you'll be happy to know that Putin has been resting his body and soul at the 17,000-square luxury residence nestled in the Valdai Hills since last Wednesday evening. Oh, wow, good for him. So Vacation. Uh, this journalist, whose days may be numbered, uh, it's happened, was quoted uh, saying that in a lengthy post on Friday. Uh, next to the main house of the official residence, there is a three-story spa complex with a cryo chamber, a mud bath, and a float pool. She wrote, "There's also a hockey rink in this area where the president likes to gather friends and play hockey." They also claim that Putin's video calling the roughly 300,000 troops to the front of the lines in Ukraine was pre-recorded and not broadcast live on Wednesday because he had to get the heck out of Dodge oh, absolutely. before that was announced. Sure. At this time, 9 a.m., Putin is usually still asleep. Later that day, he traveled uh, to a technical school and a concert, she wrote. Immediately after the concert, he began a break in public activities that will last at least a week. The existence of the sprawling residence, where Putin is reportedly seeking refuge as chaos reigns throughout his country, was first revealed by a jailed opposition leader last year in a video titled Putin's Palace. In the video, he claimed it is the most secret and guarded facility in Russia Without exaggeration, this is not a country house. This is not a residence. This is a city or perhaps a kingdom. It has impregnable fences, unlike our borders. Its own port, its own guards, a church, its own access control, a no-fly zone, and its own border checkpoint, unlike our country. Uh, Putin vehemently denied the claims about the palace after after p- photos were actually published. Sure, sure. Um, he deemed it boring to the BBC at the time. Wow. It's boring. Very I, boring. I, how 
clueless can you be? Well, I, apparently leaders can be clueless and they get away with it. I just... They have arrested 700 people, including some children who are protesting. Mm. Uh, the government's conscripting <laughs> people in rural areas where there's no media, no opposition, and more support. Because they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. A Kremlin spokesperson says that that this this story isn't true. This girl better go underground. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they are going to put her under the ground well, permanently. He's, he's been known to put things in their food. Oh my gosh. In their air conditioning systems. Right. All that stuff. All that spy stuff you see on a lot of those. You know, mm-hmm. John Grisham. He's former KGB. I mean, he, books and movies. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. He did once a lot KGB of this stuff. always first firsthand. I just thought that was just ridiculous of course you know it's uh, we've got biden holding his concerts putting his you know fences up around his own his own border well i mean we're building that fence right right that one's that one's for sure getting built Uh uh-huh yeah there's no doubt about that Mm. so there's a whole whole lot of those stories going on right now uh we also have a story about a swat team of 25 ah. descending on a, a home of a man in rural Pennsylvania. Did he really do anything wrong, or was this one of those? Well, I guess it depends on what you're, what you think is what wrong. Is wrong. Is? <laughs> uh, well, right. Uh, he he's a um, hmm. he's a pro life activist. Okay, and he is uh, the leader of a uh, co founder and president of the King's Men. Which is a Catholic ministry right. aimed at spiritually mentoring young Catholic men. Okay. And that all sounds good so far. His wife told Catholic News Agency that a SWAT team of 25 came to their house in about 15 vehicles. This is wow. for one man. Wow. Yeah. Pounding on the door, a, a man who, like, is like a minister. Right. Uh, they said they were going to break it in if he didn't open it, and they said they had five guns pointed at my husband, myself, and basically my kids, she said. A spokesperson with the Philadelphia office of the FBI pushed back against the SWAT team claim, saying there's an inaccurate claim being made regarding the arrest of Mark Halk. No SWAT team or SWAT operators were involved. Just 25 FBI agents. Jeez. That feels like a SWAT team to, to me. me. I mean, wouldn't, you, wouldn't that feel like yeah, a SWAT that, team? I mean, you know, what's the 25 ratio? men with FBI jackets on? Right. Okay. Probably high-powered Tomatoes, weapons. tomatoes, Mr. FBI man. Uh, they knocked on the front door, identified mm. themselves, and asked him to ex- exit the residence. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so their, their thing was, there was one guy going, excuse me, could you step outside for a minute? That's not what they're saying happened. Right. Spokesperson did not follow up to response uh, to respond to follow up questions mm-hmm. uh, regarding that there were twenty five agents. They didn't confirm or deny. And why would they lie about that? I wonder if any of these guys were part of the uh, you know taking down the my pillow guy at the Hardee's drive through. I don't know. <laughs> what was there? Three or four cars? I don't know, but there weren't twenty five. Well, I and know fifteen but... cars. Um, he had been charged with an incident uh, where. He had an uh, altercation with a man in front of a Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. and uh, of course their their stories are very different. Uh, but apparently, the man had tried 
to sue him before and the Philadelphia court threw out the case. Hmm. But it was picked back up again by Merrick Garland's Department of oh, Justice. Oh, sure it was, because he's an idiot. Oops! If convicted, 11 years in prison, three years of supervised release, fines up to $350,000. That's going to be the knock on my door. I can't say stuff like that. I'm, I'm telling you guys, this was in a rural this is Pennsylvania in, home. This is intimidation big time. Well, the guy, the guy, you know, fell down to his knees, so he might have scraped his knee. Probably. Call in the SWAT team.